What's up? It's your boy, Ruby Room, coming at you from the Gathering Strength Podcast. Viet easy, quit it, iundo. That is Latin for we gather strength as we go. Now today I have a doozy of a podcast episode. I have an interview. An interview with Harold Allen Jr. Now, the whole point of this podcast is to help you to help you obtain a buff body, a buff mind, a buff spirit, and a buff bank. And if you're going to be one of these people who runs 100 miles at a time, you're going to need a buff mind, a buff spirit, and a buff body. Hey, you know what? You're also going to need to be able to rub together a few shekels. Because, man, training and race entry fees... And all of the gear and everything associated with that, that's going to cost you some money. So you might as well accumulate a buff bank. That's right, this podcast called Gathering Strength, we explore the limitless ways we can cultivate strength in every aspect of our lives. It doesn't need to be anything other than just getting after it. It's not about how far you can run, how fast you can run, how much weight you can lift. But hey, you know, that stuff is going to help. Whether it's physical, mental, spiritual, or financial, we need, we need to learn the techniques, the stories, and learn the insights that empower us to thrive and overcome life's challenges. Now, when all of those assets are strengthened and honed, That's going to help us lift the heaviness that life can place on our backs. And if we have a weak foundation, then you can bet your bottom dollar that your back is going to break under that weight. So we're going to uncover secrets of resilience, tap into depths of our potential, and learn from experts Athletes, entrepreneurs, world record holders, coaches, relationship authors, ultra Ironmen, heavyweight bodybuilding champions. Yep, I got all those people interviewed on my podcast. And hey, you can learn something from them. And this is why I have created that podcast. So I can seek out these people, knock on their doors, and ask them the questions that enlighten me and direct me on a better way to move. And if it helps me, it's going to help you because, hey, you and I, we're cut from the same cloth. We're just regular people living our regular lives and trying to make sense of everything. Now, what type of person doesn't want to gain some type of clarity and gain some type of insight into how the human psyche works. Today I have an interview with Harold Allen Jr. I've been a fan of this guy ever since I saw his post. I don't know, it's it's been maybe about a year. A year, a ballpark type year. And I came across his profile on a Facebook motivational running page. Now, I love that page because there is all types of people with all types of ages, all types of body types, 
And it is just people from the professionals to the people who are just beginning their journey. They post their pictures. We have the people posting their transformational photos to where their before picture looks completely different to how they are now. For example, uh, example, Dana Bradley. You can check out her interview in my catalog. She lost 152 pounds. Yep, she has something to teach you. Jacob Ackley, I had an interview with him. He's a world record holder, author, entrepreneur, motivational speaker. Found him in that page, reached out to him. He opened up his door and answered some questions. So man, what type of person do you think you will be if you can have these conversations with these people? So get ready to be inspired, motivated, and equipped with the tools to gather strength. And with the newly acquired strength, you'll be able to conquer whatever life throws your way. Now, getting back to Harold Allen Jr. Because today, I'm going to publish the interview that I had with him. And if there is one word that I can use to describe him... Now, I'm going to be... In a moment, give me a second, let me set the table. I'm going to be unleashing y'all on the interview that I had with Harold Allen Jr. And this guy is, he is unique. I've never seen anyone like him. He is jacked. He's super buff. He has a long dread. He's 41 years old. You know, going back to his dreadlock, it's all the way down to like his knees. So can you imagine running 100 miles with that long old dread, I, I don't know how he does. He must have some strong neck muscles. But aside from that, you know, he's running with a smile on his face. There is one interesting aspect that Harold has shared on his social media profile. Now, his before and after picture, his picture in the before photo is his mugshot. He spent 10 years in prison for a crime that he was wrongfully accused of. And rather than coming out embittered, he came out enlightened. Now, in the realm of true tales and resilience and triumph, Harold's story stands out as a testament to the indomitable, indomitable human spirit. Yeah, can you imagine being wrongfully convicted of a crime and then endure a decade behind prison? Bound by the chains of injustice? I couldn't. However, when he was released, he refused to let bitterness consume him. Instead, he channeled his pain into a newfound passion for running. Eventually, Man, he was able to, to do all of these incredible human feats of endurance. There was this post that he shared that resonated with me. It had to do with his before and after photo, his mugshot, and then another photo. It was him with the shirt off, and he's all sweaty, and he's holding up the number one sign, and he has a big old smile on his face, and then... That photo was 
a clipping from a newspaper article because for the month of, I believe it was May, Mental Health Awareness Month, Harold Allen Jr. ran a marathon every single day for the month of May. So for 31 consecutive days, he ran a marathon. Now running a marathon alone by itself in just one day, that's tough. I'm going to speak for myself personally. After I'm done running a marathon, man, I need to stay off my feet for a couple days. But what I've learned from entering into this endurance world is that the human spirit, man, it burns with a intensity that no weapon formed against it can prosper. So as if that wasn't enough, there was another insane running stint that Harold Allen Jr. accomplished for himself. There was a a moment in his life after he was released from prison where he ran 50 miles every day for 50 days. Can you imagine that? Not me. You know what? He's doing that with a full-time job and taking care of a family. Wow, right? And if you think you didn't have the time and you're coming home after work tired, man, this man has something that can teach others. Well, you know, you don't need to run 50 miles. You know, I'm, I'm talking to the average Joes out there, and I'm even talking to myself. You don't need to run 50 miles for, for 50 consecutive days. What that says to me is that there is a realm of energy, there is something that can be unlocked in my brain that can release this energy. I don't know whether it is laser focus. I don't know if it is, sheesh, you know, I don't, I don't know what that is. But I'm open to learn, I'm open to receive it. I'm open to take on some new knowledge and apply some nuggets of wisdom. And this is one of the beautiful things about creating a podcast because for myself, I have a career where I can listen to a bunch of audiobooks and I can listen to podcasts and stimulate my mind and I can take on new knowledge and apply it. For example, uh, there was a time when I was into investing and one of the books that I listened to was Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki. And ultimately, the sentiment of that book is to use good debt to buy real estate and let the appreciation uh, do its thing and then you, you just kind of rinse and repeat Now, that is going to be the ultimate nutshell of a message for that book. I would encourage you to go out and listen to that book because, hey, you could be doing things that keep you in poverty. And if you don't know, then you don't know. But once you know, you know. So go read that book if you're trying to get your buff bank on and take on that knowledge and move in a direction that is conducive to growth. Back to Harold Allen Jr. Now, another fascinating aspect of Harold is that, one, he's 41 years old, so 
I remember being that young 20 and 30 year old and hearing the old out of shape 30 and 40 year olds saying things like, hey, once you're my age and once you get married with kids, you're not going to have time to do any of your workouts and you're going to be fat just like me. And they would pat on their pot bellies and everyone would laugh. But deep down inside, I was like, nope, I rebuke that and I use that as motivation to not be like them because ultimately what that is, that is a fixed mindset. Now, if you don't know what a fixed mindset is, I would encourage you to Google what a fixed mindset is and then also Google what a growth mindset is because you cannot live by the philosophy of Harold Allen Jr. and have a fixed mindset because if you have a fixed mindset, there's no way that you can be like Harold Allen Jr. Now. Our aim and our goal is not to be like him and do everything that that he does. The main sentiment is to dig deeper into yourself so that you can learn why you do the things that you do and then identify some weaknesses and then do something to strengthen them. Now, Harold Allen Jr., his philosophy, it's not complex. It's not, hey, do this and do that and yada, yada, yada. He is overall a positive guy where, as of now, the compounding growth and the investment that he has made into his health over time, that is what sets him up on the foundation, on the strong foundation that he currently finds himself on. And... The same deal with his spirit and his mindset and his overall well-being. It is not just something like, hey, I'm going to go for this crazy goal. No, it is a slow build to where now something challenging for him is a 100-mile run. But hey, he's going to do it. He's going to be running Leadville, which is a very uh, famous ultra-mile Uh, ultra marathon it's a hundred miles and I believe the elevation is like 12,000 feet so hey imagine that now I asked Harold what was his what was the conviction in this in his in his spirit to run like what what does running do for you and he gave credit to his mindset and his spirit and his overall well-being to God and running. So, I have a little philosophical praise, a little equation that I have created for myself, and it is prayer plus push-ups. Time plus effort equals gains. And now, prayers. Now, for those who don't believe in God, you know, that's fine. You can... Uh, you know, think positive thoughts or you can take out your little lucky rabbit's foot. But for us believers out there, the people who are on the fence, once you start saying your prayers, you can have the feeling that prayer doesn't work because you get down on your knees, you say your prayers, and then you open up your eyes and essentially you might feel the same. You might call on to God and ask for a sign, you know, putting God's Uh, putting God to the test 
And, you know, God doesn't work like that. He's not going to reveal himself to you because you are testing him. He knows your heart. You're going to have to move in faith. You're going to have to do your prayers every single day. And then do your push-ups. You're going to have to put that prayer and faith into action. Now, doing those push-ups every single day, you can... You, you don't need to do a hundred at one time, like Harold. So not only can Harold run a hundred miles, he can do a hundred push-ups in one sitting at one time, Wait, which is, which is a lot. You don't need to do that. You can just do as much as you can and act in a faithful way to where you are going to be receiving abundance. And that's gonna take time. It's not gonna be instantly gratified. There's, you, you have to get comfortable with delaying your gratification. And one of the ways that we hinder our progress is that we get frustrated because we're not seeing results as fast as we think that we should. So we give up. And that's not going to get you very far in life. That's going to keep you status quo. Because the way that things are, a lot of people give up. Now, in order for that prayer and those push-ups to work, you need to be consistent. You need to have discipline. You need to be able to delay your gratification because that's just how it works. So take it not only from me, but from all the greats who have ever done anything great. You don't get it all at once. Go ahead and Google a Kobe Bryant motivational speech, and he's not going to say, hey... You get it all at once. Your, your reward comes to you all at once. Nope. He's going to talk about the daily practices, the, the consistency, the showing up, the getting focused, and delaying your gratification because you're going to have to put in work and you know what? You're going to have to have some grit. You're going to have to push through, break some barriers. Now, Harold Allen Jr., he has a catchphrase. And you know what? I love a catchphrase. Um, I'm working on my own catchphrase. I think, as of right now, my, my catchphrase might be Vietti's Equited Iundo. Or my catchphrase might be Buff Body, Buff Mind, Buff Spirit, and Buff Bank. Harold Allen Jr., his catchphrase is Buckle Up. I love that one. Now, that phrase, buckle up, he's not talking about a click it or ticket type California Highway Patrol seatbelt violation. No, he's not talking about that. He's talking about, hey, you're going to go on a long ride. You need to buckle up. The long ride that he is referring to is a long run. A run of a hundred miles. You're going to need to buckle up. Anything you do is going to take time. It's going to take effort. It's going to take resilience. Buckle up. Buckle in and get ready for the journey, for the wild ride. Buckle up. Pack a lunch because Harold Allen Jr., if you go on a ride with him, you're going to need to buckle up and you're going to need to pack a lunch. Because he's going to go all day long. Buckle up! He even created a LLC company with the catchphrase, Buckle Up. So, hey, that catchphrase is not to be used or written or copyrighted without the expression, 
of Harold Allen Jr. Without further ado, people, let's tune in and listen and get to know a little bit better Harold Allen Jr. Some good Yo, what's up, brother? Hey, what's going on, brother? Harold, Harold Allen Jr. Yes, sir. Hey, thank you so much for joining me on my podcast, Gathering Strength. Yes, sir. Hey, so I see that you are putting in some work. You know what, man? There's so many things that I want to talk to you about. You are an extraordinary individual. Before we get in too deeper in this conversation, can you tell the listeners a little bit about who you are? Well, I'm Harold Allen Jr., you know, ultra marathon runner, you know, um, from Bainbridge, Georgia. Um, did 10 years in prison for a crime I ain't committed when I was 17 years old. Um, I'm a coach, personal trainer. You know, I, I love people and I love God. Wonderfully said. Now, I I stumbled upon your profile because, once again, we are a part of the same Facebook group, uh, a running motivation group, and you stood out like a sore thumb. I've never seen anyone like you. First of all, you're jacked. (laughs) You're super jacked. And then the numbers, the amount of running one of the, the things that you posted or you shared, you ran a marathon every single day for one month to bring awareness to mental health. Yes, sir. And also worked a full-time job and took care of family, a whole family. So, Did you learn anything on that journey of running a marathon every single day for one month? That is incredible. Yeah, it was... It was uh... Well, I know the drive intensity that I already got inside of me, it really already there. But when somebody tells me I can't do nothing and I already see what, I'm, what, what I see from my community standpoint, but I already looking at from the rural, as including myself, what we all need is somebody that's going to just get out there and just, you know, put it all on the line. And and that's just, that's what it was. And I didn't, I, I didn't have no meal prep design. I didn't have nothing designed. I just knew I put it in my mind and said I wanted to do it. And I just went out there and just, Ran it every day, eight hours a day, got off work, ran, you know, a marathon, does it repeat, you know. Why not uh, construct a large quilt or put together a puzzle every day for mental awareness or bake a cake every day for mental awareness? Why did you choose run, uh, running? Well, because when you look at life, you know, <clears throat> you always want to do something, you know, I want well, you can't say do something extraordinary, but you want to do something that you know that that represents something. And you know, one of the one of the main things about it, you know, you you see people, and that's the simplest form of it's running. Like, only thing you got to do is put on some shorts and shoes, but don't nobody really want to do it. You know what I mean? So, being from just just speaking from that standpoint of view, and then you just show people that. Hey man, it's so much soul searching that's in there, man, and it can lift up so many people, you know. So, yes, sir, you are preaching to the choir because I have been able to transcend and break through so many mental barriers. It has been able to stoke the flames within my indomitable spirit. It has given me clarity. 
And yes, it's very simple. It is just putting one foot in front of the other. Every single human being has the capacity and capability to do it. We have evolved to be able to run, whether it's chasing down our our prey or running from a predator. Yep. Yes. Yes. Now, now you have um, you were wrongfully convicted of a crime at 17 years old and you spent 10 years in prison. Now, rather than you coming out embittered and going down the same path, what is something you learned during your 10 years that put you on this path to endurance running to now where you're running hundreds of miles in in, in one session? Yes. Awesome marathon. Yes. Um, I just learned that when I was just in there, man, I just wanted to, when I, I knew I was just enough for something I didn't do, but you know, like I say, you know, people in there for a kind of, they did do, they just don't want to hear you like, you know, because there's still some people probably in prison now for some stuff they still didn't do. But for me, it was just accepting the moment for what it was worth at that time. Then using all that, using using all that energy, you know, don't even make nothing out of it. Make something beautiful out of it. Make something become positive out of it. You know what I'm saying? Because the easiest thing to do is just be a negative, bitter person. So I just wanted to use all that and, and, and see how I can fit myself back in a life situation where I can help others uplift themselves in whatever situation they went through in life or going through. Amen. Now, you have signed up for the coveted Leadville Ultra Marathon. Can you tell me something about that? What do you expect to find at the end of that 100 miles? When you cross that finish line, what is that going to do for you? Every 100-mile race is, you know, it's um, it's special. You know, anytime you can, because it's like I say, it's, it's so much soul searching in there. It's so much, it gives you so much volume. It gives you so much relief. Knowing that there's something that it's only one percent of the rural population only run a marathon, so that's twenty six point two miles. So you think about the rural population of people running a hundred miles. So it just gives you that sense of you're a winner. It don't matter if you come in last. It don't matter if you come in first. As long as you get that belt buckle, you just got a sense of relief that, hey man, I just ran a hundred freaking miles. You know what I'm saying? So you have that to carry along with you, and that's pretty much you doing four marathons at one time. You know what I'm saying? So. It's just a feeling like of a relief, you know. So, do you have a team, or are you a one man on a mission? One man on a mission. Yes. Always one man on a mission. That's how I train, you know. Even when I, you know, you're just looking at by. I came a little short last year. I think I got forty five hundred miles, but I ran over five thousand miles for the um, for the. 2021 year, and that's averaging 14 miles a day for 365 days. Um, 2001, so I ran over 5,000 miles for that year, so that's over half marathon for the whole year of 2021. A man on a mission, and I, now I also add with that with a lot of my running is almost like 95 to 96 or 97 percent of my runs are solo runs, other than when I'm running with some of my clients or something like that. I always run by myself. I saw a post that you shared. Currently, right now, you're at 2,000 miles, and yes. we're, we are just barely getting into June. And I made the calculation. That's 333 miles a month. Yes. That's what I'm at right now. Yes, sir. One, yeah. That, and so <laughs> here's another thing to, to take into consideration in which it makes you even more extraordinary 
is that one, you have muscle on your body. You are a jacked individual. The typical, stereotypical ultra runner, as some people might perceive in their minds, is skinny, lanky, no muscle. But man, you look yeah. like an NFL football player. Yeah. Thank you, man. It just it's come with all, and a lot of people understand that. Um, the more you work out, like in, you know, your muscles, it actually help you. You know, but you can't tell people that because they're so caught up in the stereotype of what a runner supposed to look like. You know, so I just tell them all, man, just get out there and try it. You know, um, but but in the same sense of that same thing, what we on. It offend a lot of people too because they they ask themselves questions. So, dude, how you keep your size like this, or how you do what you're doing like this? Hey, it's just about me. I've been investing in myself. I just didn't start. I just ain't started this. You know what I'm saying? And I I, I treat them both as equal to me, like a motor and a transmission. You know what I'm saying? I, I take pride in a, a, a 20 mile run, just like I take pride in doing a hundred push up straight. <laughs> yeah. I it's just the way I roll because I, I I like to run for it, but I like to also look good too. But also looking good will come being healthy. Yeah, having that healthy shine. Yeah, that is very yeah. attractive. Um, yeah. When someone takes care of themselves because they have a glow, their skin is tight. These natural things that the human can pick up on when you see yeah. someone who just has that shine. Thank you. Thank you so much. And like I said, in a, in a culture or sometime down here, now you take a lot of, it, it comes with a lot of adversity, you know, but you got to be able to face that and, 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 and rise more above that. Don't take, like you just, you mentioned about fuel. So all the negativity that you're getting, you absorb it all up and just use that as fuel to make you keep on going, no matter whatever setback, whatever wall you have to go through, whatever battle, trial, tribulation, you got to use all the negativity and turn it all into a positive, you know? Because, like I said, again, you can let the negativity drown you under, but you got to take use all that as fuel and keep on moving forward. Harold, you spoke that very well. Tell me if you're able to relate with this sentiment that I'm going to express with you right now. Um, you're big on talking about using it as positivity and energy to move you forward. Now, when you don't do that, when you don't handle stress in a healthy way that is a, um, a conducive to growth, then rather than taking that energy and creating some, something with it, you numb it. You move to your vices to help you take on the brunt of that stress, of that heaviness, of that energy. And rather than create, using that energy to create something and putting it into your fitness or doing something hard, you numb it. You neglect it, and because you numb it and neglect it, it grows. Yeah, and, and I speak on that real fast. It's going to come back to hunt you, you know. Uh -oh. So you, so you have to, you have to, you have to find a way, you know, to always at the end of your day stay positive, no matter, you know. The, yeah, it's going to be times like that. Yes, it's going to be days like that. But you gotta, you gotta get that negativity. You gotta, you, 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 you storage it, you know, and you, you, you go back on it. But you don't let that carry you in before you go to bed that night in a negative, bad mood, you know, because you never know when the day can be your last day. You know what I'm saying? But you, yep. you got every, you got every opportunity, you got every second, every moment right now to say, okay, I did do that. I did was bad, but now I'm, I'm back on my positive. When I lay in that bed. I got a positive something in my mind. I, I can sit here and do me some swats 
Well, I can go outside. I can wash some dishes. You know, I can even write a book. I can listen to some music. Just do something positive to go in your mind. Don't let you carry on to that negative thought or that negative something that you thought was because it'll, it'll keep creating every day. It'll keep building. It'll keep building. But you got to take that with positive stuff and fight it off, fight it away. Yeah, well said. There is this philosopher. His name is Seneca. He lived over 2,000 years ago. And he said a quote that resonated with me. Essentially, what he said was, no matter where you go, there you are. You can't escape yourself. You can't escape your mindset. You can't escape your negativity. You can't escape your uh, your laziness. You can't escape any of your problems. Your problems, as you said, is going to chase you down, right? Like you can't yep. escape all of these problems that you have. They have to be faced and sorted out. Amen. Amen. I'm preaching to the choir. Um, Harold, um, so another barrier that you are breaking as it pertains to your overall fitness is you are 41 years old, correct? Yes. Get into your 30s. You have the 40-year-olds saying the same thing. Hey, when you're my age, you're mm -hmm. going to be out of shape. Your body's going to stop working, et cetera, et cetera. They're so, see, they caught up, they caught up in themselves, you know. It's just like a, a a traditional thing for them because that's what they done been taught. This how you you get. Them. But yeah. if you know if you know inside yourself, you know you want to be. And for me, it always been like, man, I gotta stay active. I gotta stay moving. I I want to stay healthy. You know what I'm saying? It's not about I, I get off. Oh, I want to go and sit at the dinner table, or I want to just go and buffet out. And I know I'm not finna go work out. I know I'm not finna go run. But at the same time, they'll be jealous of you from your discipline and from your exercise and your fitness and health level because you have that shine, that glow on your body. So now it's just an extra animosity that you ain't asked for, but it's going to be put on you because you're taking care of yourself and your health. And yeah, I get it all the time. And especially when I'm from South Georgia. We're from the soul food land. It's all fried chicken, black eyed peas, ham hock. So, yeah, it, it, that's what I'm saying. It stands out, you know, and you got some people that, that love it. I, but I'm, I'm thankful now I got a platform. I'm thankful that my voice actually really been heard my my work and it's showing for itself. But, man, the people, if I had to depend on some of the other people that's not in like us, the, the active stuff like that, they wouldn't want to do that because that make them have to work harder. What it's called It's called projection. Now, okay. just because they were unable to solve it or they didn't have the discipline or they didn't put forth the work and the effort, they see, they think to themselves like, hey, if I wasn't able to do it, what makes you think you're able to do it? Yep. You can tell the species of the tree by the fruit that it bears. And my man, Harold Allen Jr., you are producing some sweet fruit from yourself over there. I see that you have a book. That is soon to be coming out. You're you're working on a book to tell your story. Yeah, we're working on a buckle up book, man. Um, it's taking a little time right now. No, uh, really try to raise up the money and get the funds, but I really ain't worried about it because I know it's gonna it's gonna it's coming and it's gonna be produced. You know, I just I'm, I might have to just expand on my journey a little bit more. You know, um, keep on searching and seeking. You know what I'm saying? Um, cause you know we all know the books ain't. They ain't cheap, you know, but yeah, I, it, I, it, it's going to be a success. Uh, hopefully, 
this this I'll set a date out there, probably end of this year, probably next year we had a book we had a book ready, up and going. You know, I'm looking forward to that, yeah. Definitely. Uh, I know that that is going to be an awesome story because the little bit that I do know about you, that makes me want to know more. And the fact that you're yeah. going to be writing a book, hey, uh, that's, that is something to for me to look forward to. Thank you. Thank you so much, man. And thank you. Just thank you, man. I like, like I say, just um, coming from here and now just having a, a platform, a, a voice. You know, a lot of people don't understand it's just your voice don't get heard too often like that. So it is like, yeah, you know, they, they they can tell your capabilities. They can see what you're capable of doing, but ain't nobody going to get behind you because it's going to make everybody else work a little harder. They got to get up a little earlier in the morning. See, Harold Allen, I'll be up every morning, 2, 3 o'clock in the morning, every morning. You know, that's not – and it's ain't time. I'll be up just like that. I'm ready to go. You know what I'm saying? But Oh, yeah, definitely. Who, hey, Harold, you had uh, shared a post. You had ran – like uh, some 50 mile ultra marathon, and I I think you you've won a handful of them, right? And yes, you're running yes. with like 20 year olds and 30 year olds, and here here's Jack Harold Allen Jr. running with no shirt on, <laughs> no shirt on, a big long dread, and you're just smoking everybody, and you see the masses behind you trying to chase you down, but they don't always get you. My, my my PR, I, I won that race. That was what I call Springs in Tallahassee. Seven hours, ten minutes. So, wow. Um, there was solo running. No 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 pacers. So I'm being people, like you say. Um, 20, 30-year-old runners. Um, big stock dude, one dread. I'm being people with teams and pacers. Um, I'm a, I'm a highly competitive person, you know. And, and I just believe in just competing and just doing it the right way, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, talk is cheap, and yeah. you are putting action and, and backing up your philosophy. You're backing up everything that you believe in, and you're getting results. And I see that you are also offering some coaching and training and mentoring. Uh, can you tell my listeners or the listeners of the Gathering Strength Podcast where they can reach out to you to solicit some of the services that you have? Yes, I'll tell them to go, go to Harold Allen. Harold Jr. Allen, Facebook, on my platform. I'm coaching. I'm training. I got virtual. Um, you can call my phone number, 229-205-7962. All is welcome. You know, I train 24-7 hours a day, you know. Um, I love to have y'all. I love to meet y'all. I love to teach y'all how to run a marathon. It don't matter push-ups, um, hear repeats, or whatever you want to do. You know, I mean, I try to tell a lot of people I don't – Really, particularly worry about no health and you know the food situation at first. I just want to get you get you up and going. Then we can get you on how to you know focusing on diet and all that. I just want to get you moving first. Yeah, sounds good. And don't worry, uh, I'm going to be putting the social links that you provide me with um, in the notes of this podcast, so people can reach out to you and check you out, and primarily just become inspired by someone that they don't even imagine exist. And this is the beauty of me creating my podcast that I see is to expose people that who are in my network and in my world to other people because unless you see Harold Allen Jr., you won't even believe someone like him exists. And I say Thank that with all, with all truth and honesty. Yeah, you are a gem. I, 
you are you. something else. Thank you so much, man. I just, I'm, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm thank, I'm thankful. I'm happy. I'm happy that I'm, a, um, able to be a part of this podcast. I'm, um, I'm just thankful that I got a voice now. I mean, it's being heard, you know, and that's just that would that 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 would mean the most to me. And I got people like you now. My story reaching out there and um, just helping you grow your podcast and helping me get more exposure, man. It mean everything because. It's been a lot of years, man, with people, you you be honest, people like, they don't want to help you out, you know what I'm saying? I just got to be honest with it, you know, because yeah. they don't want to, they don't want to work like that, you know, they they want to look, but they don't want to do the work, and you can't do, you can't, you can't have it that way. If you want to look, you got to be willing to do the work, I you know? I heard that, Alan. Wise words from a wise man. All right. Hey, well. I will let you go. I don't want to take too much of your time. I'm thankful for the time that you have given me so far. I know you, yeah. you're a busy man, and I'm going to continue to root from you over here in the San Francisco Bay Area. Hey, you are man. touching and affecting people from all over the world. I just want to let you know that that Thank you. you'll never even know, see, or understand the little seeds that you have sown in people such as myself because – when I was doing my Ironman or my marathon, I was recalling all of the inspirational people who have moved me in some way. And you were one of those guys who flashed in my head where I was like, hey, if, if my buddy Harold Allen can be over there running a marathon every single day, putting in the work. I even have adopted your catchphrase. Buckle, buckle up. up. Yes, yeah, buckle, buckle up. up. Hey, you, get- you even told me to pack a lunch. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Thank you so much, man. And just, yeah, that's that's the thing. And and, and a lot of people think. So I had to, I got my own LLCs with that. I got buckle up. That's they say. Oh, that mean about it? No, they ain't got nothing to do with the pole. They ain't got nothing to do with the uh, seat belts. That's got to do with your mindset. Cause when you buckle, you locked and loaded. You ready to go? You know, you ready to go? And this right here is 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 is, is helping me out right now. You know what I mean? Knowing that I'm helping people around the world, somebody. Continue to remind me of that. You know what I mean? Where I'm at right now on, on this journey that I'm on, you know? Yeah, because definitely. I told not, you, I would love everyone, to come to San Francisco. Not everyone is going to take the time to reach out and say, hey, uh, I'm rooting for you. Thank you. Keep going. Uh, you have inspired me to push a little bit harder. So this is um, on behalf of everyone. Hey, right on, Harold. Hey, thank you. I see you grinding and um, – you are definitely touching people. So thank you so much for, for your time. I, I'm going to be rooting for you, and I wish you all of the continued successes and luck. Uh, when is Leadville? Okay. Leadville is in July. Oh, that, that's, hey, that's right around so, the corner. I look forward to you sharing that that story. Okay, okay, okay. But right, hey, um, hey, maybe once you finish it, if you want to come back on the podcast and, and talk about your experience – the the podcast door to gathering strength is always open to you. Awesome, man! That is so awesome. Um, yeah, and I'm I'm welcome. I, I'll be available to come back on that too, man. I just know I'll be so busy. Just like right now, I'm heading to a training session. You know, but that's why when you when you dial me in, you like um, Harold, because you got a few minutes. So I, I was like, yeah, I, yeah, because we've been. I mean, no, I've been wanting to you know do the switch, but I just like I be so busy. You know what I'm saying? And I know you're gonna cut it. I know you're gonna edit it. Um, but what what else? I want to help you put you on my Facebook page, like I did with um 
that I have talked with on a podcast. So that's why I was saying I want. I'll tell you what. Um, yeah, I I will send you the link to this. I'll I'll send you some some photos and um and everything yeah. like that, and then we can help each other out and use our assets as leverage to push us a, a little bit further down this journey. So I appreciate you, Harold. Thank you so much. That'll do it, y'all. Thank you so much for listening. What did you think of Harold Allen Jr.? Incredible, right? So you can connect with me on Instagram at Ruben underscore Quavis. You can find me on TikTok at Gathering Strength Podcast. You can connect with me on Facebook. I'm also going to be leaving the links to Harold Allen Jr. So you can, hey, go out and check him out. Because if you didn't see him with your own eyes, you wouldn't think that someone like this exists. So he's definitely breaking a bunch of stereotypes as it pertains to a ultra marathon runner. He looks like a bodybuilder. He looks like an NFL football player. So, man, and also he has that super long dread. So I guarantee you will never have seen in your life someone like Harold Allen Jr. Go check him out. I'm going to be putting those links. You can find him on Instagram, little Instagram at Harold Jr. Allen on TikTok as Harold Jr. Allen and Facebook as well. So I will be leaving those links. Don't worry. And if you made it to the end of the podcast, thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and follow. And I'm about to hit y'all with my catchphrase. It's onward. Always onward.